another wonderful ESL podcast, man. I'm your crazy ass host, Arsenio. As usual, and today is another TOEFL ITP special. This is not on video. This is not on video. I must apologize because, well, I told myself that I really wanted to do, uh, that I really wanted to focus more on the blog and the audio for my TOEFL ITP versus just like, like the video because the video doesn't get many clicks. But for some reason, my Indonesians, they love tuning into the blogs over and over and over. So now I'm beginning to apply a lot of this content to obviously my blogs and stuff and, you know, writing it out for everyone so that they can, <clears throat> excuse me, so that they could actually practice and stuff. So today is an ESL one. Today is an audio only one. So welcome back, people. And today we're going to be speaking about narcolepsy. So what we have here. We have about nine questions in this passage, all right? This is not intermediate. This is the crazy stuff that you will probably see on the wonderful test, all right? It's hard. It's ugly. But you know what? It's life-altering. So with that being said, people, what I'm going to do, I'm going to read this out, all right? I'm going to read this out the entire passage. Perhaps if you are a TOEFL IBT taker, you could take notes, huh? You could take notes. And then when you hear the questions and you hear the answers and hear me go over it, you might even, this could be a, maybe an amazing technique, who knows? But this is a very good listening practice and I'm going to break this down. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna read this out and then we're gonna bust down these questions individually. Yeah, so here we go. Narcolepsy is a disease characterized by malfunctioning sleep mechanics. It can consist of a sudden and uncontrollable bout of sleep during daylight hours and disturbed sleep during nighttime hours. It occurs often in men, that, I'm sorry, more often in men than women. And it commonly makes its appearance during adolescence or young adulthood. At least a half a million Americans, okay, are believed to be affected by narcolepsy. Narcolepsy, second paragraph, can take a number of forms during daylight hours. One common symptom of the disease during daytime hours is a sudden attack of REM, rapid eye movement. Sleep during normal walking hours. This occurs in some people hundreds of times in a single day, while others only have rare occurrences. During a sleep attack, narcoleptics may experience automatic behavior, even though sleep they, I'm sorry, even though asleep, there we go, even though asleep, they may continue automatically performing the activity they were involved in prior to falling asleep. Holy shit, that's crazy. <laughs> Let's keep it going. They may, for example, continue walking or driving or stirring a pot until the activity is interrupted by external forces. Sounds like sleepwalking, right? Or sleep talking? Hmm, who knows? Others experience cataplexy during daytime hours. Cataplexy involves a sudden loss of muscle tone that may cause the head to droop or the knees to wobble in minor attacks or a total collapse in more serious attacks. Cataplexy seems to most occur often in conjunction with intense emotion or excitement. Oh, this sounds terrible, man. Oh my God. Third paragraph. During sleep hours, narcolepsy, K 
can also manifest itself in a variety of ways. During the transitional phase that precedes the onset of sleep, it is common for hallucinations to occur. These hallucinations, known as hypnagogic phenomena, I hope I, I, hope I said that right, <laughs> consist of realistic perceptions of sights and sounds during the semi-conscious state between wakefulness and sleep. Narcoleptics may also suffer waking. A narcoleptic may experience sleep paralysis. I'm sorry, I'm way off, guys. Again, narcoleptics may also suffer from night wakening during sleep, resulting in extremely fragmented and restless sleep. Then, upon waking, a narcoleptic may experience sleep paralysis, the inability to move, perhaps for several minutes immediately after waking. Dude, that sounds horrible. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. If, for, if you guys know anyone who's suffering from narcolepsy, I'm sure there are different things in medication. You know, I just say, hey, meditation, you know, not medication, meditation. Um, but I know there are things out there that could definitely help people uh, in regards to, you know, uh, narcolepsy. But yeah, that's very unfortunate stuff, man. So here we go. Number 13, all right, out here in Thailand, we got a guy playing very loud music. We call these guys the Wham Boys of the Mafia. But let's focus here. Which of the following would be most appropriate title for the passage? Now remember, that is the first question, yeah? So the first paragraph, it talks about what narcolepsy is. Then it talks about, okay, mark, narcolepsy takes on a number of forms. One symptom is this. It goes into different examples. Then it goes into cataplexy, right? And then the last paragraph, it says during sleep hours, narcolepsy, it continues going on and on in regards to the different things that you heard me say. So what's a good title for this? A, a good night's sleep? Hell no. B, a cure for narcolepsy? It didn't talk about a cure, right? C, an unusual sleep disturbance? Or D, hallucinations during sleep? That's too specific. So C would be your answer, right? Now, I kind of helped you guys with this, but I just want you guys to get the flow. Because after actually reading that out loud to myself, like, I would be able to answer these very easily for some reason because I read it out loud. So, I don't know. I don't want you guys to run. You guys ain't going to be able to go on the TOEFL test and say, hey, I want to read this out loud. Okay, today we're going to talk about forbearance. No, it's not like that, people. I'm sorry. But because I read that out loud, I know everything. I know everything that I just read because I read it word for word. So here we go. Malfunctioning in line one is closest in meaning to A, improperly working, B, regularly waking, C, incorrectly classifying, D, harshly interpreting. So it says here, narcolepsy is a disease characterized by malfunctioning sleep mechanics. Okay, that means something not working properly. So improperly working, A is your answer, right? So again, I'm giving you guys the answers, but let's just break this down, yeah? So let's keep it going, let's keep it going. At which of the following ages would a person be most likely to develop narcolepsy? Now, remember, it occurs more often in men than in women. It talks about, uh, let's see here, let's see here. Is it, they were talking about adolescence, right? Where's it at? Oh, God, I got to hurry up and look for it. Oh, my God. It was talking about adolescence and young adulthood, yeah? So what the hell? 
Oh my God, guys, I completely lost it. I don't know. It said, it said adolescence and young adulthood. And it doesn't even say that. Oh, there it is in the first paragraph. Come on. Oh, okay. And it commonly makes its appearance during adolescence or young adulthood. Now, what's your adolescence and what's young adulthood? Adolescence, that's in your preteen years, right? Preteens, 13 years old, that's adolescence to young adulthood. So answers are 10, 20, 30, or 40. This is crazy because it's like young adulthood, that's technically 20. Adolescence, that's when it begins. So where I would go is with the 10 because it leans more predisposed to 10 starting around maybe 11, 12, 13 years old, as opposed to starting strictly at young adulthood, which would be between 18 and about 22 years old. That's young adulthood, right? Although young adulthood is technically 20. But again, we have to look at the before when it originally begins adolescence. It's more close to 10 than it is to 20. So your answer would be A. You guys get what I'm saying? Now, approximately how many narcoleptics are there in America? This one's easy. At least a half a million Americans are believed to be affected. <sighs> so here we go. Half a million. So what's half a million? A million is one million. <laughs> All right? You understand what I'm saying? Okay, I can only say million in Thai. That means nunglan. Okay? <laughs> That's it. I kind of forgot about Spanish. I'm sorry, my Spanish folks. I love you guys. Um, my Latinos. Okay, and so this one's ridiculous because it says here fewer than 500,000 for A, more than 500,000. Now, it says at least a half a million. So at the bare minimum, a half a million, correct? Fewer than a half a million would be under a half a million. But here it says at least half a million. So between a half a million up to maybe a million. So the answer would have to be B because it says at least half a million. So it starts at half a million and it goes up. If it's fewer, that means it will have had to start at about 350 to 400,000. But at least half a million, that's your starting point, which is 500,000. So it would have to be at least 500,000 or more, meaning more than 500,000. B is your answer. These are tricky as hell. I know some of you are like, oh, hell no. That is some ridiculousness. I agree. I agree. Okay. If you find whoever makes these damn tests, smack them in the face. Okay. And then call me and then I'll double smack the shit out of them. All right. Just because they put us through hell, don't they? <laughs> they put us through all kinds of hell. Okay. Anyways. So you guys get what I'm saying? And in saying that, here we go. The word bout in line two. So here it says, it can consist of a sudden and uncontrollable bout of sleep. So what does bout mean? Symptom, uncontrollable symptom of sleep, uncontrollable lack of sleep, uncontrollable illness of sleep, uncontrollable period of sleep. This one's a little hard. So obviously symptom and illness, those are both stupid. So it could consist of a sudden and uncontrollable bout of sleep, okay? Now, is that a lack or a period? Because it's uncontrollable. So uncontrollable and lack, those would both be synonymous with each other. But it wouldn't make any goddamn sense, would it? An uncontrollable lack of sleep. That doesn't make any damn sense. That's like an oxymoron. Because un 
and controllable on obviously the prefix is making that controllable the opposite. Then you put lack, those are two. And in this case, a negative and a negative doesn't make, it doesn't make a positive. A negative and a negative makes a big ass question mark in this case. So it wouldn't be uncontrollable lack of sleep. Okay, during daylight hours too? No, that doesn't make any goddamn sense because we don't sleep during the day-night hours, daylight hours, okay? The majority of us do, or don't, if that makes any sense. Now, if it said night hours, that might've been a little bit better, but again, an uncontrollable lack doesn't make any damn sense. And the word sudden, that pretty much correlates with uncontrollable, meaning it pops up very quickly. So period is going to be your answer. Sudden and uncontrollable period of sleep meaning like you're just going to fall asleep. I had an abandoned instructor, or I didn't. I believe that my oldest brother and my oldest sister did. His name was Mr. Marshall. I can't really remember. But literally, while he was conducting in the front of the class, he would fall asleep. He's narcoleptic. That's the only narcoleptic person I had ever met. So there you go. That's an example. But it is. Let's go into the next one, people. Which of the following would be most likely to occur during daily activities? Okay, now going back to the daily activities, we'll go into that, but let me give you some of the answers. Automatic behavior, hallucinations, night wakening versus the day in the daylight <laughs> during the daylight hours or sleep paralysis. Okay. Now, here we go. One common symptom of the disease during daytime hours is a sudden attack of rapid eye movement. Sleep during normal waking hours, okay? Now, which of the following would be most likely to occur? Okay, now, REM, rapid eye movement. Sleep during normal waking hours. All right, now again, it goes into during a sleep attack, narcoleptics may experience automatic behavior, but that's during a sleep attack. So not automatic behavior, A is gone, right? Because that's during a sleep attack. Now it says here, even though asleep, automatically performing the activity, they may, for example, blah, 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 blah. Others experience cataplexy during uh, daytime hours. Cataplexy involves a sudden loss of muscle tone that may cause the head to droop to his knees, to wobble in minor attacks, or total collapse in most serious attacks right and that that's that's caused in most conjunction with blah 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 so again there it is during sleep hours that's the third paragraph so basically you have rapid eye movement movement oh my god i'm stumbling over all my words sleep during normal waking hours what best fits the description a we've taken out okay now, we have B, hallucinations. Now, you guys, if you're not exactly sure with hallucinations, you're like, well, it could be. Well, let's go down here. It's in, what is it, the third paragraph. It says here, during the transitional phase, and this is during the sleep hours, that precedes the onset of sleep, it is common for hallucinations to occur. That's not during the daylight hours. So A, automatic behavior, gone. B, hallucinations, gone. So C, night wakening. Okay, all you would have to do is hurry up and find out night wakening. And it says here, narcoleptics may also suffer waking. A narcoleptic, I'm oh, sorry, what the hell? May also suffer from night wakening during sleep. See, that's during 
the sleep, their sleep, their sleep. Got it? So I literally looked up each of those vocabulary terms. I like narrowed it down. I took out A, sleep, B, sleep, C, sleep, D, sleep paralysis is your answer. All right, that's how you break it down, people. I hope you're following me here. Now, let's go into number 19. Which of the following involves a complete collapse? I just said it. What's the, what, where was that? Uh, a total collapse. Here we go. Cataplexy. There it is. So, A, automatic behavior. B, cataplexy is your answer. C, hallucinations. D, REM sleep. What you're going to do is you're going to find each of those first mentions in the passage and followed by that definition will be either before or after with an example and you'll be able to hurry up and bang that out, okay? So if you're like, which of the following? Okay, um, I don't know, I don't know. Look for automatic behavior, first mention. Cataplexy, first mention, third paragraph. Hallucinations, first mention, second paragraph. REM sleep, obviously the first, second sentence of the second paragraph. Boom, bada bing, bada boom. Do you guys feel me? Now, here we go. This is one, number 20. When would hypnagogic phenomenon, man, fuck that word. I'm sorry, excuse my French. Phenomenon most likely occur. So here we go. Oh, I'm not exactly sure. Well, we have to look for the first mention of this crazy ass word. So here we go. These hallucinations known as hypnophenomena, I'm not going to do the whole gogging bullshit, consist of realistic perceptions and sights and sounds during the semi-conscious state between wakefulness and sleep. All right. So just after going to bed, A, in the middle of the night, soon after waking up or after getting up. So remember, I'm going to say that one more time and you guys can figure this out. It consists of realistic perceptions of sight and sounds during the semi-conscious state between wakefulness and sleep. A, just after going to bed. B, in the middle of the night, no. Seen soon after waking, or D, after getting up. That'll be one for you. All right, now check my blog out, get all the answers, okay? And number 21, where in the passage does the author describe what seems to precipitate a sudden loss of muscle tone? Lines 12 through 14, lines 14 to 15, 16 to 17, 20 to 22. So all you have to do is hurry up and find muscle tone. Right? And muscle tone was found in not line 10, 11, 12, 13. So you go back and you're like, okay, which one is that? Oh, lines 12 to 14 is the answer. And that's how you do a TOEFL ITP. So, guys, with that being said, man, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Again, like it, share it, review it. Please rate it on the Apple Podcast Store, man, guys. <sighs> Clubhouse will be making its debut probably by the end of next month. Okay, people, the end of next month, my wonderful Clubhouse. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I'll be doing with it and whatnot, but it's going to be phenomenal. So again, this is going to have to be live. You guys will be able to come on and listen to me. There'll be a variety of different things we'll speak about. And yeah, just stay tuned for that. All right, people. And with that being said, Thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful ESL podcast. You better stay tuned, stay tuned, and stay tuned. Over and out.